Welcome to episode six of the Anime Book Club. Today we'll be discussing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, episodes 12 and 13. Matt, how's it going? It's going fine. Uh, I guess a jokish question. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, let's see. This is my wife's homemade apple pie. Ooh, so it's like a moonshine, right? Yep, the moonshine kind. I have a, I have a Trulies made by wherever Trulies come from. <laughs> wherever that is. Yeah, Trulies. I've gotten into hard seltzer. <laughs> In a weird way. <laughs> uh, but enough of that, because we definitely don't have any drink sponsorships. Uh, are you ready to jump into these two crazy episodes of JoJo? Yeah. All righty. So we'll, we'll, we'll just jump right into this. Episode 12, The Pillar Man. Uh, we open on the desert, I guess the Mexican desert, while JoJo is back on his motorcycle. Uh, while biking around, he starts talking out loud about it. He's like, hey, something's up. Something seems wrong. And he stops his motorcycle and then he gets off of it and continues to talk out loud about how like, man, it'd be sure be weird. I'm out in this desert and all. And it'd be real weird if somebody was following me. That'd be crazy. Uh, and then he sees like this uh, blanket or cape or something on the ground. And he tosses that into the air while still, you know, out loud talking like, oh, man, it'd be real crazy if somebody was to something. And then this thing that was flat pressed against the ground, a dude, or I guess I would like to call him from last episode, Cactus Man, appears from it and then tries to stab Jojo in the arm. No one could have seen that one coming. Uh, that's my next note. This guy uh, <laughs> was so surprised that Jojo was able to counter him. He proclaims that not even wild bats could sense him. This this whole scene with this cactus man is like half the episode, isn't it? It's it's less it, than you think, maybe. It feels like it's like two minutes long in my memory. I was so not down for it. So the two kind of trade taunts uh, and uh, Jojo's like, why are you trying to attack me? He's like, we just want to know what you know about Strazo. And he's like, Strazo? <laughs> and uh, the guy then explains that he is the SS Commando Knife. And uh, we need to have, like, I guess the first of two discussions we'll have this episode. The English subtitles are calling him uh, Donobang. Mm -hmm. In the manga, he's called Donovan. Are we calling him Donobang or Donovan? I mean, Donna Bang is a pretty banging name. So I'm not going to fight this one. We're going to call him Donna Bang. The next okay. one I will fight. Just as it is now fight time. Donna well, Bang versus Jojo. Well, the next one you have. A, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, we, I have a better argument for that. Yeah. One. So uh, fight time. Jojo versus Donna Bang. Uh, Jojo then throws the carpet, uh, which he then says was a carpet back at the guy. He, to he tosses a Donna Bang who then... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to read the scene. Maybe you could explain it to me. But he looks like he throws it on Donna Bang. Then he punches it. And it is, you, it is then revealed that the carpet was on a cactus. And JoJo's like, ah, I've got cactus in my hand. This whole scene was, it felt sloppy to me. I, I understand why you couldn't. I couldn't follow you're right. Like, ball. was there, like, did the guy trick him into punching a cactus? Like, ha, huh, you didn't realize that you threw it over a cactus. Good. It's so good. Like I'm it, glad. It's like an inverse of when JoJo did the, like, the, the, the fake out with the yeah. was it, like a coat hanger i think yeah, it was the coat hanger it's weird it's like jojo naruto's himself and then gets kneed into the face uh we then have a goofy moment where jojo's laying on the ground and the guy's uh, donald bang's got his foot on him and he starts calling jojo a booger <laughs> and he talks with his tongue out the whole time it's gross and it's terrible he's kind of like what was that what was that guy with the snake head like the snake heads in his head Oh, Works God, uh, um, um, Doobie. Like, yeah, this is, is kind of like Doobie because this guy is total like mook throwaway trash, completely forgettable by the end of this. He's so terrible. Like, it's just, this. I feel like it's almost a waste of our time other than to give like 
I guess we get to see Jojo do something before so, we get to the more serious parts. Actually, yeah, this is another thing. So I couldn't quite tell how he was doing it, but it is revealed that this was Jojo's plan all along, and he's been channeling Haman energy into the cactus that he's next. I want to pretend that he was channeling it through his nose into the cactus because I didn't see his hand touching it. <laughs> I mean, why not? Big source of breathing there, Pat. Good for Haman. Uh, Donovan proves that... And actually, I guess maybe this is a running joke about how Nazis just like looking at stuff that's not good for them to look at. Uh, he stares at this cactus, which is actively expanding. <laughs> and then it blows up in his face. You didn't just like warn him too? It was like, yeah, this is my plan all along. That cactus is going to blow up in your face. And he just turns into it like, huh? You mean this cactus? Oh, no, I'm thinking of what happens later to the guy. Uh, but no, this guy, thinking of. No, yeah. Jojo was loudly being like, this is where I wanted to be. I wanted to end up on the ground so I could blow up this cactus. Uh, Nazis, cactus. man, like just like Raiders of the Ark. Yeah, they got to look at the dangerous stuff, yeah. apparently. Nazis are, yeah, Nazis just like looking at the wrong stuff. Uh, basically, at this point, Jojo has won the fight and uh, it is revealed that Donabang spills the beans immediately about Speedwagon being alive and that he's in the base. And uh, Jojo bikes off, and it's revealed that Donna Bang has been tied to a cactus. <laughs> oh, and there's more of the uh, the sky ghosts here as as Jojo's like reminiscing about oh man, oh, yeah. Speedwagon's alive, and then like Grandma Arena and Speedwagon are these big faces in the sky for no reason again. <laughs> I love that I keep forgetting to put that in my notes, but yeah, he has like a big scene on his bike where he's just like, man, if Speedwagon's alive, that's great news for Grandma Arena. Boy, they'll have a great time catching up together. Like talking out loud while Donna Bang is tied upside down to a cactus. He's like begging, like, don't leave me out here. He's like, this is not great, but you know what? Donna Bang sucks, so I hope that he, <laughs> he just stays so there. terrible, yeah. We never see him again, do we? Like, no, we don't. And yeah. uh I, I did look it up, so because I was so confused by the name Donna Bang. So he's Donovan. I don't know what music reference that is. I did see that in the manga, uh, Jojo also left a note underneath him that said, Hello, Adolf. <laughs> he's that's, trans him in the, that's cheeky. the I like it. So then we cut back to our pillar man, who is waking up. Uh, they have fed about five people's worth of blood into the pillar, and it's starting to like kind of shake. And they're all the Nazi scientists are all like, Oh man, it looks like it's working. And Speedwagon's like, this is the worst idea. And after he tells that, Stroheim like just starts taunting him. And he's like, what are you doing? Why are you scared? This is the coolest room. This is like a safe room. Look at this. Nothing gets in or out. Nothing possibly ever in any way could ever get in there. I have a theory that that's just a stupid caveman. Yeah. That's what all the signs point to. Actually, you know what? In defense of Stroheim. Like, I understand that this is a world of magic and stuff like that, but it's like, this is a thousand-year-old pillar thing. He's a caveman. How would you not assume he'd be stupid? The masks, I think. I guess so, yeah. Come on. Like, I guess so. But before he could finish uh, his whole, like, nothing could go wrong, uh, the pillar, like, explodes. Like, there's a big blood explosion, and, like, the pillar man starts, like, worming his way out of the pillar, and the Nazis only answer is to be like, quick, turn on the sprinklers. They were prepared with those Nazi sprinklers. I just noticed the shading and all these scenes got real. Well, I don't know how to describe it. It's sketchy. Like they all have extra lines all over all their shading whenever they're in this like freak out over the, the monster in the cage scenes with the Nazis. There's a lot of stylization in this whole Yeah, it gets like scene. it gets really serious here. Like it's different than what we've seen so far. Yeah, it, it's cool. Um, well, as our, our our pillar man starts to wiggle around, Stroheim proclaims himself the godfather of the pillar man he's like this boy needs a name and i will name him uh sentimento so this is where we need to have our conversation 
they say Santavento in the subtitles, but if you listen to the Japanese actor, yes, he or know straight anything, up says Santana. He just says Santana. And it was uh, bugging me so much. And even more so, if you look, I watched on VRV, the episode descriptions just straight up say Santana. Really? Yeah. So the episode say Santavento. I'm gonna call him Santana because I don't I don't like Santavento. Santavento no. or were they trying to distance themselves from the actual band name with that translation? This, like, this I is don't... literally like wheelchair and a mohawk, is what they tried to do. <laughs> because, like you said, they they are still audibly saying Santana here. Actually, I, I guess I I do have to warn you. Uh, buckle up. This is JoJo for the rest of JoJo. What the names? The names. You will be hearing Japanese men and women yell band names. And then the subtitles were pretended as something else. <laughs> okay, I'm strapping in for that. Because there is a character at one point named Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I don't remember what the subtitles will say. So it gets pretty blatant. The blue chill yeah. bell pepper. I... But yeah, it's it's not even close. So Santana, no. uh, while, while Stroheim is all like, oh, my baby boy, my beautiful baby boy. Uh, Santana, like because the, the ground's wet or whatever, and he's still groggy, he slips. Mm. Like and face plants and Sturheim's like, oh, look at that dummy. Look at that double cave. Like losing his mind, giggling and laughing. And then like uh Santana gets up, and I got kind of like Dio light feelings of this. From the like the menacing look he gives right there. Yeah, the menacing look, the long hair. How do you feel about your your first impression of uh Santana here? I don't really get the Dio-ness because Dio always seemed to have like a smirk on him. He was always a superior smug. That's a good Sant- point. Santana was clearly like this deadpan face. Also, my God, so far, like so far in JoJo, he is the most sculpted thing. Oh, yeah. Po- he is this absurd. He has got to be like the origin for a Street Fighter's Gill. Like he has got to be yeah. a strong influence on that. He's, he's straight up what they had to have based Gill on. Muscle dude in a lowing cloth. Yeah. Uh, we then get uh, maybe my first of many in these notes. I just wrote, dude, what? <laughs> because a tunnel opens and there's a man like on his knees, like pelvis first, also in a mankini. Who's wearing weirder clothes than just a mankini? Though? Like, yeah, like almost painted skin or something. He was he was just kind of like Voldo from Soul Calibur, but he, but he is... was like poorly drawn too. Like he seemed out of place compared to everyone else. I at first I thought, like, wait, is it a mirror? What's going on here? Oh yeah, at this point, Straham said you know feed our vampire friend now yeah he's like let's do the thing like we, we made a vampire out of this guy and we haven't fed him in like what several days or something yeah they're just like and and so when they reveal this guy's speed wagon continues to be speed wagon it's great he's like oh my god what's the deal with that thing and they're like we made a we made a vampire <laughs> out of an old man they had For to say fun <laughs> they had to say production money on speed wagon because his face never changed his expression since he was introduced an episode ago. He's like, oh. This is his mouth never closes. <laughs> mouth agape. I just love the Nazis. Like, what a Nazi thing to do. It's like, we made a vampire out of an old man. <laughs> and we left him in a tunnel. Uh, I guess it's supposed, like, it's supposed to be like, well, this is a Dio-level entity versus the new guy. Let's see how that works out for him. Yeah, I mean, they're just like, this guy is totally, like, look at him. He's also, like, real freaky. But he's, like, real freaky. He's got all the vampire. He looks yeah. more like a zombie than he does. Yeah, um, you don't really uh, get the, the intelligent. Vampire. Yeah, you don't get, like, the intelligent thing from him. Mm-hmm. We then have a pretty short fight time. Uh, I'm just going to call this guy Old Man. <laughs> so Old Man immediately tries to do the finger drink on Santana and then pulls him in and then straight up bites Santana in the shoulder 
it looks like he's doing a little bit of damage at least at first and everyone's like oh look at that but then like he starts like it's kind of hard to describe but it's like uh he kind of starts phasing through santana yeah kind of like merging it's weird yeah it's just oh i, I just got a uh, suggestion we call him the old manpire yeah that works oh uh, so old manpire <laughs> who is uh grabbed on to our buddy santana here has been phasing through him uh old manpire is freaking out and the nazis are freaking out and santana decides speed to... wagons freaking out. free they, they all reach speed wagons level of freaking out and santana does a pose and when he does a pose like a oh. band-aid old manpire just kind of tears into pieces like like his jaw down just kind of disappears and he then <laughs> santana grabs manpire and like starts to like jam him into his body and it's clean too it's not like it's just this weird like there's no barrier between them he just starts like straight up absorbing him right into himself it's a real creepy is he making eye contact at this point in time yes the whole time he has been looking up at the nazis being like look at me i kill things by hugging them and uh stroheim is impressed he's like oh my god he absorbs all of them there's no energy loss the way that he he feeds I guess that's the thing. It's like vampires feed by jamming their fingers into people, and old vampire also looks like he can bite. But this guy is like, like people are just water. Like he sucks them up, like a sponge. Oh, this is like at this point in time, we're having my favorite philosophical argument that lasts two whole episodes between Stroheim and Speedwagon. Yes, where he goes. <laughs> Speedwagon keeps pointing out. Look, he's clearly intelligent. He's the most intelligent thing I've ever seen. This is the best subplot ever. Because, yeah, they all notice that Santana's gotten bigger, and the Nazis, including Sturheimer, are like, my God, he's buff. And Speedwagon's like, wait, he might have gotten as smart as he got buff. And they're like, that doesn't make sense. He's a dumb caveman. And before they can finish saying that, Santana looks up and goes, Stroheim. And Stroheim lets out the biggest squeal, like, <laughs> oh, no. How does it know my name? Oh. But he like almost immediately like falters back. He's like, no, no, no. This is just a dumb caveman. It can't be. <sighs> we then uh, cut back to the outside. Uh, Jojo has made his way to the fort. He's looking in with binoculars and he's like, oh boy, how am I going to get in there? <laughs> it's weird. So in another gross scene, to make sure you remember the Nazis are terrible, uh, a bunch of women are delivering, I guess, fruit, but none of them have baskets. Like they're all just holding what they have in their hands. Uh, the Nazis are awful. And just when you think they couldn't be worse, Jojo shows up in drag, proclaiming that he is tequila. You'll let him through, too. There's a great, I mean, amazing. I don't know where he got that outfit, but put that together on such short he notice. He had makeup? Jojo was rocking it. Those those Nazis are just, yeah. It's Nazis sp- <laughs> is what they are. Exactly. Well, the best part of this, and I guess to spoil how he talks throughout the entire scene, Jojo is flabbergasted that they don't fall for his plan. The guy's like almost seven feet tall. Yeah, they immediately raise their guns up at him. Like, man, you got to remember that if you're not watching this with us, he's oh yeah, that's a good point. Jojo yeah. is this big, bulky man. Like he's he's not he's huge. He's huge. He's over six and a half feet tall. <laughs> and he's just like it's a pretty good drag, but he's obviously a giant man in drag. So the Nazis like point their guns at him, and he's like, "You guys didn't fall for it." And they're like, "Of course we didn't fall for it." You are so stupid. 
And upon being told that he is stupid, Jojo uses Haman, which a much more complicated plan than I thought it was going to be. Than needed to be. Yeah. Even though he says he has tequila, it looks like he has champagne bottles. Yeah. He charges them with Haman energy. The corks pop off, but not at the Nazis. He shoots them up at, like, I think, coconuts. I'm in a coconut tree. Yeah, the coconuts, like a coconut tree. Yeah. The coconuts then land on the Nazis. But before the coconuts have a chance to knock the Nazis out, Jojo then uses his giant man leg to kick both of them. And when he hits them, one of them yells, oh, tacos. They both said it. It was in stereo. Oh, good. It was they stereo. simultaneously said, oh, tacos. Oh, tacos. I guess because they were going, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know why. I have no idea why. Is, I had to rewind. Re- oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no. You say it first. Did you double check that they actually said tacos? I did. But before that, when they were being super gross, I had to rewind to make sure. There were three women there, but they asked to lift up their skirts to pass. Mm-hmm. There were two young ones and an older one. The older one smiles when they say that. Oh, really? Her ah! face lights up and then she disappears in the next shot like they forgot she existed. What a joke. What a joke. What a weird scene. But was, uh, yeah. congrats. You've now seen another infamous moment. Jojo cross-dressing. It's pretty infamous for this series. I was there for it. I've, I've heard it in both. I saw a clip of it on YouTube other, the other day in English. Yeah. So I've seen it in both English and Japanese. And the voice actors, both the Japanese and the English guy, were nailing that scene. Had to have had fun. Uh, we then get this great scene where Jojo has basically decided to trade up. He's stealing the uniforms from the knocked out guards, but spends the whole time like out loud talking about how depressed he is that they didn't fall for his... Like, imagine a world where they did, and he's just in a dress for the rest of the next two episodes. He's like this Sherlock... He's, he's almost... I feel like a lot of him is supposed to be a Sherlock Holmes homage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's sad his disguise didn't work, because that was a big thing. Yeah. I did this disguise. I figured notice, it all out. Did you notice that he, he stripped both of the guards down? Yeah. When, what? when he, did, he didn't need to? He didn't need to. I mean, they're Nazis. Leave those guys out in the sun. <laughs> But yeah, it's really funny that he stripped them both. I like to believe that he like took the uniform off of one. It was too small. And he's like, all right, well, time to get the other. I like your headcanon. I'm going with that. We we have to have headcanon with Jojo. So we cut back to the inside of the facilities. The Nazis are all freaking out. We don't know why yet. (laughs) (laughs) But they're all freaking out. They're jibber jabbering. You have this one science who's all like, I just took my eyes off him for a second. Just a second, man. And like, he's looking at, this is maybe my favorite Stroheim moment. It's like the guy's talking to Sturheim and there's a cup of coffee in front of Sturheim on the table and the Nazi goes to pick it up. Nazi scientist goes to pick it up. We don't have context for why the coffee's there. Did he put it down? What not? He goes to take a sip and Sturheim stands up and knocks the coffee out of his hand. It looked like it was Stroheim's coffee even. Like it made no like it, it seemed weird that he would just grow up, go up to Stroheim's desk, take a cup of coffee and drink it in front of him. Yeah. It, in my headcanon notes, I wrote, Stroheim has probably offered this man coffee only to knock it out of his hands. He seems like the kind of guy who would do that. So the reason they're all freaking out is they've lost Santana. <laughs> Without a trace. And, you know, the inescapable chamber that they were all watching. They're all like, my God, the inescapable chamber. How did he get out of there? And, uh, bef- and Stroheim basically has a plan. He's like, well, I got an idea. Let's just cut off all the air. Well, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. He'll have to appear if we cut out all the air. But before he does that, it's <laughs> a great moment. Uh, these two guys go to, it's like, we have the footage. They set up a reel-to-reel player, and it has a movie countdown <laughs> for no reason. 
Like, I don't know if that was just how all movies worked back then, but it does like a three, two, one before it cuts to the footage. It has to. That's how security cam footage works from the 1940s. I guess. Yeah, or 30s. I think it's 38. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So we then are shown this incredible scene where Santana is like standing in the room and he just starts bolting towards a wall and jumps off of it and then starts like shifting and twisting. And it's revealed that he's able to basically like twist himself. Well, at first it looks like you think that he's going to turn into like, like a, like, um, like a stretched out rope or something, but no, like he twists himself, rams into the vent and then like very disgustingly (laughs) sucks all of his limbs into the air vent. And this is not a big air vent too. It's going through like a tiny little grade that should be physically impossible. Yeah, it's, so I guess maybe that does. Yeah, it's not like, like an air conditioning vent. This is like. Yeah, he's not like Ragdoll from DC. He's not like breaking joints or anything. It's yeah. like he is liquefying somehow. Well, that's what. And and in I think it's uh, Speedwagon's watch. He's like, oh my God, he's he must be turning his bones into powder. He's so smart. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is the smartest monster ever. Only the smartest creatures can pulverize their own bodies. But while he's thinking this, Stroheim tries to backpedal on the he's so smart. He's like, wait a minute. If he can get in the vents, he must have heard my name through the vents. So he's not smart, Speedwagon. He's yeah. just copying us. <laughs> just aping it. He's just an ape. He's just a stupid caveman. While he's doing his own head cannon. we have a super dumb Nazi. Because they're all talking about how the fact that Santana's in the vents. He could be anywhere. This one Nazi hears a sound in a vent and then sticks his face into it. But not just that, because while he's doing that, was it Stroheim or was it Speedwagon that yelled at him to not do that dummy? Yeah. I think it was Stroheim. Stroheim's like, like, Soldier, step away from that vent. And after he hears that order, he's like, what? Well, oh my God. And this is, all right, I think this rules. (laughs) Of course you do. So Santana, who we've now discovered is able to like turn his body into such a way that he could get into small spaces leaps out of the vent in through the guy's nose and then is inside the Nazi. Like, like, like grossly sucks into the guy's nose like he did the air vent. It expands like violet. It's so cool because it's like, well, for a little while, the Nazi's just like, so at first I'm like, oh my God, he jumped in his nose and killed him. But no, the Nazi just starts talking. He's like, guys, I can't see what's happening. This is awful. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And then he pops like Violet from Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, the Nazi is definitely dead. I think we're all Santana once he, he blows up. No, because he keeps talking after that. After he blows up, he's like, this is the most full of life I've ever felt. This feels great. Oh, I thought that was Santana being like, I am I am having a great time in oh, this guy. Oh, because remember when he was inside of Stroheim? Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Yeah. spoilers. But yeah, I guess maybe maybe it's not all bad. Maybe it's not all bad. Uh, but then the Nazis rightly finally shoot him. <laughs> they riddle that guy full of bullets and then he yeah. falls over. And uh, he starts like, before they can even be like, oh man, that must have worked. He starts getting up and crawling at him. It looks awesome. He looks super creepy. And then he points his finger. And this is the best. Is He points it. At first it was like, oh my God, he's got like a finger gun. Look and out. Storheim's like... <laughs> Strime, always on his bullshit, is like, no, 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 guys, hold on, hear me out, hear me out. That's not a finger gun. He's just pointing at us. You know how he said my name because he heard my name? He's just copying (laughs) you guys because he's a dumb caveman. And before he can finish making his point, 
the uh, human jaw, the Nazi jaw, falls off of Santana's face and like lands on the ground. It's super gross. It's super awesome. And then we definitely have Santana at this point. Uh, and his gravelly voice asks, who woke him up? Who in the room woke him up? He sounds upset about it, too. Yeah, he's like, man, I was sleeping for a while. Which one y'all woke me up? And then we have maybe the best scene in these two episodes. This is what Speedwagon's like. He's not just repeating. This guy is so smart. Look how smart <laughs> Santana is. Oh, my God. He's so very smart. And Stroheim is just staring angrily at Speedwagon this whole time. Like, he forgets the situation they're in. It's incredible. <laughs> the ultimate being super intelligent. He's just he's just a dumb dumb. Uh, well, then uh, the finger gun comes true. It turns out that the bullets they shot him with, he's able to like move through his insides. He kept them. Yeah, he kept them, and he returned one <laughs> by shooting it out of his finger, and he killed one of the Nazis. Uh, While well, everyone is all like, "Oh, sh- oh man, this guy's got finger gun powers." I mean, it's obviously JoJo. Let's not even play. Uh, JoJo in, in disguise comes up behind Speedwagon. And I'm so confused by this because like, wait, is JoJo speaking German? Is he using like an accent via Speedwagon? Who maybe is in shock, completely falls for JoJo's disguise. There you, see, yeah, that's the Sherlock Holmes thing. He likes his disguises. He's that's such a good works. disguisor that it tricks speed. Is he's like, we got to get you out of here, old man. And he's like, I'm not going with you, you Nazi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick, quick cover over here. No, you're a Nazi soldier. I, I won't have a you. I'm not going to let a Nazi push me out of the way of danger. And in response, Jojo strikes a pose, revealing who he definitely is. And Jojo has a very anime like, what? Huh? Yep. And then uh, Santana then uh, walks out of the dead Nazi's body. He's done with being gross man and strikes another pose as well. Oh, it's an amazing pose. It's a great pose. Uh, Jojo then while everyone still thinks that he's a Nazi, rushes Stroheim and is like, hey, I need some of your hair. <laughs> he didn't take it off Stroheim. He took it off the flat top scientist, I thought. Oh, no, it's it's Stroheim. Okay, then I misremembered. So he pulls it out of Stroheim's, he pulls some of uh, Stroheim's hair out and then does the Hamon hair attack, which he does say hair attack in English, mm-hmm. which is great. And he charges some of uh, Stroheim's hair with Haman energy, which makes them turn into basically like needles. Santana then goes full machine gun. It's ridiculous. Is he's firing bullets out of each of his fingers. The fingers are look really gross. It's awesome. Like they're like blown open at the tips, mm-hmm. but they make a machine gun noise to show how many bullets he's firing out. In response, Jojo throws the hair in the air and does a, a Haman hair uh, barrier that stops all the bullets. Meanwhile, giving Stroheim tips to moisturize more or he'll go bald. Exactly. The meme music kicks in, letting you know the episode's almost over. That's what Joe Jojo turns to Storm and is like, hey, you're going to need to start moisturizing or else you go bald like Speedwagon, casting total shade on Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is, while they're having this like jerk conversation, Santana goes on the ground and picks up some of the hair and just says, hair. Yeah. Oh, God. Because remember there was earlier, one of the things that uh, Speedwagon was freaking out about was like, wait, he's already mastered our entire language. Yeah. After he's he said like every- two words earlier. <laughs> he said like Stroheim's name and one of the things. And he's like, oh, my God, he's the smartest thing ever. Jojo then starts to strip, I think, basically to just show off his star birthmark. And then the episode ends. Yep. I think this is all cool. I'm a big fan of this episode. I remember Doobie, Cactus Doobie. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, Donna Bang. I remember Donna Bang being way too long in this episode. He was Don- so forgettable. He sucks. Donna Bang sucks. 
But fortunately, Santana rules. Yeah, Santana has got my attention these two episodes. He's so neat. He is. It, it's so crazy. I just love like that whole bit where he jumps into the Nazi is so cool and so gross and so good horror stuff. Ah, oh, such a neat thing. And I like the. Uh, I don't know if I want to call it chemistry, but whatever the rivalry between Stroheim and Speedwagon is the funniest thing <laughs> their argument like back and forth there's still pointless argument where stroheim is like well he's not going to be any danger we're germans we're intelligent he's a dumb monkey look at this <laughs> dumb caveman he's not <laughs> a german he's wrong but oreo speedwagons retort every single time is he's probably the most intelligent being on the planet <laughs> <laughs> he doubles down in his argument i've never seen something smarter than that mostly naked caveman see stroheim you are wrong we, we are all in danger he's so smart he's so very smart oh. it's great it's absolutely awesome uh let's just um because this is, it's so funny this almost feels like a two-parter Mm -hmm. yeah so let's, let's jump in so episode 13 jojo versus the ultimate life form so the episode begins and stroheim basically explains all of santana's deal to jojo uh just in case jojo we don't because we don't know when jojo snuck in so stroheim wants jojo to know all the details of santana's abilities and all that kind of junk uh jojo then acts like a complete buffoon to Santana, he just starts going, happy fun, hello, hello, happy fun, hey, hey, hey. He, he, he boops him on the nose first. Like, he, he strikes a pose, like they're about to have like a serious fight. And then he goes up and goes, boop, boop, happy, happy fun, happy and, fun. And then we go into the intro, which is yeah. still really awesome. Oh, I'm digging it. I noticed that's that's a Philosopher's Stone, isn't it? This is going to be a Philosopher's Stone, Stone anime again? No. I, in the future. I mean, okay. you'll have to see. Okay. It could be anything. I didn't just immediately give you an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Shit me down. I had to, I had to give you the speed wagon. Right. Speed wagon. That could possibly be anything. But it's anyway, so intelligent. it's so intelligent. It's the smartest thing ever. Uh, we then go back to the, uh, the episode cuts back to Jojo who is just full into this happy, fun, silly thing. And Stroheim is all like, what are you doing? And even speed is not really down for this. He's like, Jojo, what are you doing? You got to take this seriously. And Jojo explains that it's like, hey, I'm testing a theory. I think Santana here is only a dick to dicks. You guys are Nazis. You deserve what you get. I'm just here to take Speedwagon. He's probably a-okay. Look yeah. at this guy. I like Look the cut of his jib. <laughs> Look at that. He's almost smiling. Yeah. Happy fun. Happy, 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 happy. And I like this moment because up until now, we've only kind of seen this Jojo be sort of this somewhat cynical he's not like his great grandpa yeah in this moment like the naivety naive, naivety yeah naivete naivete is almost on par with his great with his great grandfather grandfather yeah with, with his, his grandfather. grandfather yeah like well george was pretty naive as well yeah you know that's that's fair too but specifically mr doe-eyed jesus christ yeah from last time I, I like the little callback to this bloodline here it's really good. It's the most Joe Star thing ever to be like, well, maybe he's not totally evil. And, and his plan, for the most part, looks like it's about to work because Santana loses interest with, with JoJo because JoJo's just dancing. And he starts walking away, which you think is what JoJo wants. But JoJo's like, wait a minute, he's ignoring me. That makes me angry. <laughs> I got it. I'll trip his ass. That's why I love this scene. I love this scene so much because we get a lot of character out of JoJo all of a sudden. I don't think we had previously yet it's so it's so part of his he just can't help himself yeah 
So he tries to trip Santana, who's just walking. And we have this crazy moment where he tries to trip Santana and his pants explode where Santana's like foot makes contact. And Santana's leg does this weird, like goopy stretch Armstrong, like spins around at the ankle. Mm-hmm. And he then just keeps walking. We then get another great moment where Santana has decided to walk over to a gun and he starts talking a bit where he's like, what's this gun thing? And now he's finally talking, talking. Yeah. And Speedwagon. So this is before he does the thing. Speedwagon's like, oh my God, he's mastered our language completely. He knows what that gun is. (laughs) And then Santana takes the gun apart. And that's when Stroheim's like, oh my God, it takes people months to figure out how to take apart a gun. This guy's so smart. Oh no. Finally, Stroheim is convinced by Team Speedwagon. He watched him take apart a gun. That means he's the smartest person ever. However, right after he sounds super smart, he then looks like directly into a light bulb and is like, oh, this, ah, so bright. Starts my eyes. This technology is also new. He's like, what is this thing over here? And then JoJo starts to poke him. (laughs) Like, just like poking him in the back, like a, like a, like a child or an idiot. Uh, this finally crosses the line for Mr. Santana here. And he uses the rib blades, also called the fighting ribs. Oh, we get a narrator here, too. We get all yeah. the weird, like, fighting game stats or what something starts showing up on screen. Yeah, the Pokedex kicks in. Yeah. So uh, uh, Santana uses his ability to control his body to basically his rib cage, like his ribs shoot out. They're super long. Backwards? And they, yeah, they turn backwards and go to crush JoJo. We then get some pressure stats and pound per inch and all that kind of stuff. JoJo blocks the ribs with his hands using his Haman energy. This has like another bad reaction. And there's like a little mini like explosion that throws JoJo into the air. He slams into the ceiling. And this gives Santana a little bit of a pause. He's like, hold up. My ribs didn't suck that guy in. What's his deal? And it's revealed to us that Santana has no idea what Haman is. So Jojo is at a small advantage. Mm-hmm. He then, and this is this is a great moment for Santana here. He's like, wait a minute. Are there certain he he seems to know that old man? Can I also not absorb the old man? And then immediately sticks his fingers into Speedwagon's head. And Speedwagon <laughs> just yells, Jojo, this is terrible. It's like, oh man, I don't like this. <laughs> Speedwagon don't like this. This is it's like, yeah, he he still has all of his faculties. It's not like he talks like a caveman. It's, it's so great to subscribe. Like, I don't want this to happen anymore. Someone please get the caveman's fingers out of my brain. I don't know how to play the piano anymore. <laughs> but uh, of course, we know that Jojo is extremely defensive of Arena and Speedwagon. So fight time. And I believe, yes, I've confirmed the rest of this episode is a fight. <laughs> Yep, so sounds right. Jojo rushes at Santana with a Haman punch and punches him in Santana's very, very cut abs. Unfortunately, uh, his Haman can't pierce through his skin. He even comments that Santana's skin seems to be like that beetle gut scarf that Strazo had in the other episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he compared it to. And Santana basically says like, ooh, we repel each other. I can't eat him. He can't hurt me with what he's trying to do, but I'll try anyway. So his abs turn to almost, he kind of tries to clay face him. Like his, his stomach opens up and he tries to eat Jojo's hand. And then we have this baffling moment where Jojo pulls his hand back and it's just a stump. And he's like, Oh no, I've lost my hand. And then he's like, psych. 
And then he reveals like one finger after another, like I got all my fingers. And then he does the dumb thumb trick. Yeah. Like, like oh, it's just the other one detaches your thumb and makes it look like you. I was like, it was just a trick, guys. I'm having uh, fun here. Like, this who's is he doing fun. that for? Is he doing that to freak out Speedwagon and Stroheim? We all have fun here. Well, then our two bickering buddies, Stroheim and Speedwagon, have a debate because uh, Jojo, Speedwagon is like, well, so Haman is still, like, Jojo thinks Haman is useless. And Speedwagon says, it's not useless. It's the only reason you haven't been absorbed. And then Stroheim's like, whatever, dude, this is going to end bad. <laughs> and while they're debating the powers of Haman, Jojo says out loud that his new plan becomes, well, I guess all I got to do is get out of here because I'm not going to win this fight. And Stroheim's like, you can't leave. You're the hero. (laughs) This thing is bad news for everybody. You have to kill Santana. You have to. Santana then like rushes Jojo. It's like super quick too. He's just like hustling at him. And Jojo responds by, and I guess at some point, like his shoes got knocked off or something. He uses his bare right foot to grab a knife off the ground. And he's like, I got it. I'm going to stab him with his knife and I'll send my Haman through the knife. And yeah, it's going to work great. That happened when he got, when he tried to trip him and his like leg pants blew off. Oh, okay. So it was also the shoe that exploded. Yeah. We then have this great thing where the knife doesn't work because Santana's skin and body just bends around the knife. So the knife like goes in, but it never gets a chance to cut anything. Is he just kind of like Mr. Fantastic bends around it? And then what is a, a truly great visual? Uh, Jojo tries to, he's like, well, all right, well, if that doesn't work, I'm just going to kick you with your eyeballs. No way your eyes are totally vulnerable. <laughs> and Santana deflates his head. Is this maybe the right way to describe this? That's a good word. I would not have used it because I wouldn't have been smart enough to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his, his head like melts. It looks like a, like a melted candle. It caves in and Jojo's kick goes sw- sailing over it. And everyone's like, oh no, this is terrible. And Jojo's like, I'm in a real bad spot. And Santana like kicks Jojo right in the gut. And I don't remember if it's uh, Stroheim or Speedwagon. They're like, oh my God, they kicked him in the gut. That means he can't breathe. And Haman is useless. So within just the beginning of the fight, Santana has also figured out how to beat Haman. Wonderful, useful Haman. No drawback, no drawback. So Jojo is on the ground. He's knocked out. And Santana's all like, well, if he's knocked out, that means he can't do his stupid breathing. So I'm a, I'm a absorb this guy. So he starts sucking Jojo into his body. And Stroheim has a really sensible moment. It's like, well, this is all gone bad. Guess I got to blow up the base. Because there's a nice big base blow up button right next to him. They're standing. Yeah, they're standing next to the giant blow up the base button. Uh, fortunately, Stroheim monologues quite a bit about blowing up the base and what that means and honor and all those other kind of things. And before he can hit the button, Jojo yells like, hey! It's like, shut up, Nazi. Shut up, you Nazi. I'm exactly where I want to be. (laughs) So Jojo is like sucked inside of Santana. And he's like, hey, guess what? Now that I'm inside of you, this has to work. And he uses Haman and it blasts Santana in half. And it's rad. It's like, I'm inside you. Now I get to do what I want. Yeah. So then Jojo explains his plan and then talks a little bit about it. It's like, yeah, well, you were, well, I was being absorbed by you. You, you, uh, the way your body seems to work is every cell of you digest things. So once they start digesting, that means you're open to Haman or whatever. And when he's doing the pseudoscience explanation, Santana, like the top half of Santana, uh, leaps at him and he's like, ah, I'm going to get you. And Jojo responds by grabbing a chain and the knife he had and ties up Santana in the chains. That chain was not there before, right? Like the chains okay. out of nowhere. 
it's like it's a it's attached to the knife like it was part of it like he couldn't have just quickly have pulled out a chain and like you know threaded it in there yeah it's it's a really convenient chain and the jojo and i i do like this because this does show him kind of thinking ahead he said i figured you'd pull yourself back together like strazo so i was just planning for it i'm just gonna grab this part so you can't all come back together which i think is pretty cool uh, Jojo then notices that Stroheim has just been watching dumbfounded <laughs> and he throws a helmet at Stroheim's face and he's like, Hey, Hey, what are we going to do now? And Stroheim's like sunlight. And he's like, yeah, sunlight. <laughs> and uh, Jojo starts dragging Santana near the nearest door, which is at the top of a long flight of stone steps. This is like the best 10 minute long drag scene. Th- a lot happens on these stairs, man. <laughs> It goes into anime time, I think, is, is part of it, but it also takes probably a long time in like real life time for him to get that body where he wants it. It really feels like it's a while. So it's also revealed that Jojo is either hurt or in the process of trying to not die. Like he's having trouble breathing, so he's moving kind of slow. So he's dragging the top half of Santana up the stairs, and Santana has now revealed, now that they're near like the halfway point of the stairs, mm-hmm. he's like, aha, I have another ability, and it's called Foul Flesh. So the bits of Santana, uh, instead of going back into Santana, are now covering JoJo's legs and are holding him down. Yeah, like they're giant, devouring him. Lesions or something on top of him. They look real gross. It is disgusting. It is so gross. Stroheim remembers that he has a pair of working legs. No, he doesn't. Not yet. He doesn't. There's like a <laughs> long struggle before this. Before Stroheim realizes he can move again. Okay, you know what? You're totally right. I guess maybe. So Stroheim. So I yelled at my screen. I was like, why is no one helping him? Someone help him after way too long. Well, it's like the it's like wrestling. Stroheim waits for his theme music to kick in, <laughs> and then he does a run-in, which looks like it starts as a run-in, but then he's like hopping, like bunny hopping, like two legs at the same time hopping up the stairs. And he's like, hop, 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 hop. And he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save the day. But instead of immediately opening the door, he's like, Look at me, I'm the bestest boy. And then he gets caught in the foul flesh as well and falls over. His, uh, I think it's his left leg. Yeah, his, he was trying to open the door for JoJo so that JoJo could get there. So the sunlight yeah. was bleeding through. But he got stopped because I guess he didn't look where he was stepping on the way up. I have no idea. Well, he gets got and it, it doesn't make either. It doesn't make him look pretty smart. However, because he realizes that he's kind of stupid. Not any smarter than the most intelligent being on the planet. No one can be smarter than Santana. He's the smartest. Uh, is a mea culpa for accidentally getting caught. He's like, hey, Jojo. And Jojo's like, yeah, buddy. And he's like, you see those axes on the wall? And he's like, yeah. He's like, cut off my leg. <laughs> and I guess they're kind of lucky at this point because Santana is almost like pulled himself completely back together. I like to think that he's focused on the regeneration right now. It is missing this fully out loud conversation that only involves (laughs) one of his legs. Uh, They argue for quite a while. And then Jojo has like a moment where he's like, man, we may not agree, but this Uh, seems like a pretty good moment for you. And I hate that line and I hate it so much. Yeah, no, I like, yeah. Screw Jojo on that one. I was like, we might not agree on everything, but you're being brave right now. And then he cuts off. Yeah. I, I hate it. I hate any kind of meme where they try to humanize him. So they cut off Stroheim's leg and then he stump jumps and opens the door. And uh, he and JoJo just kind of jump out. And they're like, yeah, we won. And the sunlight hits Santana for half a second. And he kind of smiles and starts doing his wiggle worm thing. 
And I thought at first that he was going to jump into the ceiling and like go through like the cracks or hide, hide from there until nightfall. But nope, like, like a total boss, <laughs> he jumps into Stroheim's leg stump and crawls into Stroheim's body. Gets all the way up there. It's so good. It's so good. Stroheim becomes his sun shield. And then he tries to start hopping away. So I think he controls Stroheim's lower half. Like, so Stroheim starts hopping. And somehow he's got to be able to like see out of Stroheim too, because he's situationally aware of to where he's moving Stroheim too. Yeah, he's trying to move to a well where he's like, if I get the bottom of that well, I'll be fine. And Stroheim then explains to Jojo, he's like, man, this is really freaking scary. But if I'm going to be honest, this feels pretty good. Yeah, and this is what I was saying. Like when the other when the other uh, German had been invaded, he said, "This is the this feels really great." Yeah, something weird goes on when Germans. he jumps in your body. I guess so. Yeah, maybe it's like endorphins or something kicks off, or yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't want to think too much about it. Nazis Fair are point. strange. Nazis are strange. So Stroheim then pulls Stroheim. That again is like, all right, I got I got this crazy pillar man inside of me. Here's my plan. He pulls out a grenade. And is like, here's how we're going to deal with this. But before he activates it, he gives a lot of information that makes him look like the biggest dummy considering everything else that's happened in these last two episodes. Mm. He's like, Jojo, pay attention. Here's the dealy do. We woke up Santana over here because we want to try and figure out how to kill the pillar men because there's multiple of them. They're in Europe. It's real rotten. And uh, your Haman isn't good enough for this. So you need to get better at Haman. So you got to go to Rome. Ask Speedwagon about it. He knows the people in Rome who I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, my completely underestimating of these pillarmans makes no sense now that I've talked about the fact that the Nazis consider them a giant threat. <laughs> like, did that bother you? It was his, I could, no that one I could get because he is so straight up on Nazi hubris. He thinks the other people are afraid for no reason. I guess so. Yeah, and he, he wanted to do this to prove like nope, German engineering is clearly superior to cavemen, and so he got really you know surprisingly angry when he was dead wrong as of course he was yeah so then he then finally pulls the pin on the grenade uh he quotes a greek guy and then right before he explodes jojo goes like wait hold up i got more questions yeah you like jojo could have gotten clear of that blast but he just kind of jumped into it it looked like yeah jojo started running at him and is like i've got more questions don't do it and then he explodes this was like a straight up repeat from uh straights too Mm. It was like, oh, you beat the bad guy. They get to give you an exposition dump before they die. Yeah. Move to yeah. the next part of the game, chapter, whatever. Yeah, you have to let this happen, Jojo. Learn learn the deal. So Santana is then exposed to sunlight, uh, but it doesn't kill him quick. So he leaps at Jojo, and Jojo uses a Haman punch. It doesn't exactly work, and they both fall into the well that he was trying to make his way towards anyway. So it looks like Santana's won, and then Jojo finally brings back his magic power of uh, guessing what people are going to say. And it works super effective on Santana. Next, you're going to say, I've got you now, primitive. Yes. And he's like, I've got you now, primitive. <gasps> Full-blown Nani. Uh, then uh, Jojo reveals that it's like the, the well was all part of his plan. He kind of shimmies out of the way and the sunlight reflected off the water at the bottom of the well is enough to blast Santana at both ends. Because it was high noon, the dummy didn't check the time of day when he jumped down a well. This he was he, the there smartest was no man shade. alive. Doesn't know what a watch is. He didn't have his sundials. Uh, but yeah, he's turned into a statue. Uh, and then JoJo's like, "Whoof! Looks like I won somehow." And then it immediately ends. Yep. It's like almost shocking how quick this episode ends. Like they ran out of time. Well, that was an intense 
dragging scene that lasted for a while. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite part of that, though, maybe not my favorite, because it was it was when he wants to go to cut off the leg for Stroheim. Mm-hmm. Stroheim's like, no, do it. And Jojo kept arguing with him. I was like, are you, are you sure? It's like, yes, I'm gonna, but I'm, you're not going to get your leg back, you know. Yeah. Legs don't grow back, Stroheim. And he's like, yes, I understand. This matters more. Well, I remember earlier, Jojo was like, man, I just kind of want to leave. Yeah. Stroheim's like, no, we need to kill the ancient caveman monster. This is really important. Pay attention. Please pay attention. <laughs> but yeah, so those are these two episodes. Uh, we have like a little, I guess we could call this the mini, the Santana arc. Yeah. God, I did not expect I, the, the straight said pillar men, didn't he? Like he already implied yeah. there was plural. When he was freaking out, he was like, the pillar men, the pillar men. I still did not expect this one disappear so fast. It is really cool. I, I really like the, the flow of JoJo 2 in terms of like just they introduced this. They the, the fact that like both Straits and Santana have made really great impacts never outstayed their welcome and made yeah. pretty good responses. And Santana was like, they didn't have a whole lot of, he didn't talk much, I guess, because he was still super intelligently deciphering our language. Yeah, he was still working on it. it was but the they got a, enough character out of someone who was basically a statue in character as well. He was somehow still interesting. Like it was, I liked seeing him on screen doing stuff. He always seemed to be problem solved. I, there wasn't a place he wouldn't crawl into. Good old Santana. And like you were telling me earlier, I think about the way JoJo goes, the the Santana fight, I, I think does a good job at showcasing how JoJo isn't just about matching strengths. It's not about just leveling up in a fight. Yeah. Because it was clearly like a, you know, play counterplay thing going on back and forth. And they were usually very inventive with each one. I mean, that's the thing. It's like his whole concept of like, oh, well, I guess I just have to get absorbed at this point. Seemed like a, it was a neat play. That was a hearkening straight back to my man, Jojo One. Heck yeah. Where the, the way to win the fight, if you're, in, if you're in the middle of a burning building, run further into the fire. That's how you're going to win. <laughs> well, remember, Jojo, that's also Jojo One was like, all right, the only way to beat ice magic is to light my very normal human hands on fire. Yeah. Unless I respect that attitude so much oh my goodness i also like the reminder that even though he's like a natural at using haman jojo is still untrained so how do you like the the concept that uh our boy jojo needs to go to rome to learn more about haman oh is that what he was told to do yeah that's what stroheim was saying it's like your haman sucks it's too weak you got to go to europe because the pillar men are in europe but also go to rome ask about people speedwagon will know was it in the preview or was it in the actual episode where I remember uh, Speedwagon was like, I know a guy. That's in the preview. I didn't watch the preview. Uh, okay. I watched the preview, but it didn't tell me who the guy was. And now I'm really curious because as far as I know, I can't think of anyone who he knew who isn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of one character. Is it Paco? Can't be Paco. It's not Paco. It would okay. be really amazing if Paco showed up. I- I'm fairly sure that Paco has been forgotten at this point. Yeah. People, it's actually in... It's actually listed as like a um, like a plot hole. Like, why was Paco never revisited? It's like, here, yeah. I'll tell you why. He's Paco. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That's what it is. Paco had his thing. He was a coward. He was brave once, and they never needed Paco ever again. Speak, weird, weird, maybe a bit of an aside here. I learned that there was a light novel for this JoJo's dad, apparently. Yes. Okay, so we're going to get some details about Joseph's dad. Okay. 
who I mean, do you want to know his name? I could just tell you his name. It's George, isn't it? Yeah, he's the he's the next George. So the JoJo line goes: George, Jonathan, George, Joseph. That's where we're at currently. Cool. Thought that was neat when I learned they made that. Yeah. So I mean, and and there's there'll be a lot of side stories because some of these JoJos need more attention. But yeah. So what are you hoping? Are you, what are you hoping for in the next episodes? I mean, you well, saw the preview, so maybe you have a little bit of an idea. I'm not where do you think this is a, going? Well, I'm not hoping for a philosopher's stone. I'll tell you that. That'd be a dumb. <laughs> I'm so that, sorry. That'd what? be a dumb thing for me to think is coming. I don't know why Only an idiot would have thought that. Why do you think, man? Real Stroheim move. <laughs> yeah, that would be a real Stroheim move. <laughs> oh, it's the philosopher's stone, ja. But yeah, so I guess we're we're gonna get some stuff. Uh, you're gonna see how influential this anime is in the next uh, piece of it. I mean, I already saw like Gil, Seth, like Gil, Seth. Oh yeah, all of them. What was the other guy's name? Street Fighter. Like they Urian? all look like the Urian. Yeah, that yeah. guy. And uh, it's it's less obvious in the anime, but in the manga, Stroheim has Guile's hair. And Guile's okay. hair is based off of Stroheim. I remember thinking that real briefly when I saw the flat. Well, this guy really likes flat tops. I really need to I really need to learn the name of the author of this. Iraqi? Yes, I've seen it a couple of times. I really need to get that one memorized because I talked about him so much. He really likes to use flat tops a lot. It's like yeah. the third flat top character we've seen. But yeah, I'm excited to see some more of this. I just, I, I love the problem. So it's like no one's just mushing face. It's not all muscles. And not, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe that Dragon Ball Z followed up something that was smarter than it. Yes. Yes. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of problem solving a Dragon Ball Z. And I think that's one of the reasons that JoJo is so entertaining is like there is power creep in certain ways, but all of the fights still require like problem solving weird thing to think about right now as far as haman goes mm -hmm. is is our current jojo as good at haman as uh i'm already losing their first name jonathan completely. as jonathan was well he's not made any overdrives yet no like jonathan barely had any training he had like a montage i think of a day a, it was a week and a half i think okay so, technically yeah he's probably better at haman than jonathan ever was because he grew up with it but he's yeah. never been trained in it mm-hmm so it's I don't like I don't I'm curious what the difference is there. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes I'm like, is that a zoom punch? Every now and then, I I wonder if this is an unnamed zoom punch that jo mm. that uh Joseph's doing. But yeah, we're 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 gonna get into more Haman stuff. We got some more lore. Uh, I'm excited to see what's coming. But yeah, I, I, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. We got some pillarmens. We got some other stuff. I'm I'm excited to see where this is all going. I I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, do you have any final thoughts for these two episodes? It's not a philosopher's stone. <laughs> i was just really down for the santana i'm gonna miss that guy santana's cool. he was wonderfully creepy in a way that was respectable somehow so we have the santana bar i actually yeah it, it is really cool like we i think uh, a lot of people be worried about oh my god how do you follow dio and i actually really like strezo and santana as follow-ups strezo was nice as a side piece like i don't think he he definitely wasn't going to be a main villain the way he was acting I, I think a lot of my love of Strazo is just his last line where he's like, I'd rather go to hell young than go to heaven dying old. <laughs> he was a practical man. He was a very practical man. That's that's Strazo. <laughs> it's like the best thing ever. I love that line so much. <laughs> I will hamon myself rather than deal with what's coming. But yeah, so we got some more stuff. Two more episodes next week. We'll see how far we get. I'm, I'm digging the, uh, the journey of Joseph. Yeah, he's grown on me a lot as a character. I just 
because Jonathan, I talked about, you know, the doe-eyed savior yeah. person. I loved him for his for his simplicity, his honesty was amazing and respectable. A lot of that lives on in Joseph, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, he's he's kind of he's been fun. Like he's a lot. He lets himself go a lot more than than Jonathan ever did. Yeah, I, I'm more excited to see how Joseph is. I he's he's a character where like, well, I would like to see how he would deal with other stuff. Yeah, I'm excited to see what'll come up. Because Jonathan, you're like, oh, he'll come up with a new overdrive, or he'll just get like a Saiyan upgrade and just be strong enough. Mm-hmm. Joseph, it's like, oh, cool. I want to see what he would do here, or what he's going to do there. Yeah, Jonathan was more like a saintly um, fist of the North Star guy. What's yeah. his name? Kenshiro. Yeah, Kenshiro. Yeah, I just think it's incredible. Just like. Like the author knew it's like, man, my comic is not that popular. It's not doing that great. Well, I guess I'll just kill off the main character and then introduce a new guy. And I think this relaunch is so confident and so interesting and so much fun. Yeah, I'm definitely here. I'm here for this. Yeah, you're in. (laughs) It's only going to get weirder. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that wraps up our latest edition of the Anime Book Club. Thank you again, Matt. Thank you.